Hey everyone, welcome to the 47th episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast. From everyone at Epilogue, we hope you enjoyed your week. My name is Ben Vollmer, and this week, as always, I'm joined by Marcos Carmona and Dakota Trammell. It's good to see you guys. We're going to be talking about Easter eggs this week. Yeah. Um, Just you, in time excited? for Easter. Is, is it real? So when is Easter? At the end of next month, I think. Okay. Oh. I mean, sometimes well. it's... <laughs> I honestly kind of forget that that's where it even like comes from. When I was doing research for this, like it doesn't for me when somebody says Easter egg, I don't think of like the things you go hunt for or like play hide and seek with or whatever you do <laughs> with. For sure. I mean, that's basically what you do with the Easter eggs. You hide right, and you're seek playing them. hide and seek. Yeah, they're they're hiding. You're seeking. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you guys boil your Easter eggs or do you? Uh get plastic ones i'll be i'll be perfectly frank easter easter is like my least favorite holiday on the planet so i i actually refuse pretty much to do anything during that really day. it's yeah. so much fun i used Just to appease, i used to appease my mom she would like make us oh, okay. boil these eggs and we'd like paint them or whatever you know like i don't know what you yeah. even do i guess Just, we're childish yeah. Maybe. I loved I Easter because afterwards my dad would go back collect all the eggs again and then we'd eat them <laughs> That sounds like fun. <laughs> we I, would save them. We'd put them back in the cart and then just eat them for like a week. I just watched this episode of Bob's Burgers where they like hide the Easter eggs around the the house. And the game is whoever's Easter egg is found last actually wins. Like from a hider's perspective, I feel like I could get really into it. From a seeker's perspective, I don't know that I care for it. You know, like I, you I don't wanna... like not crack them on each other's heads. No. Really? That would be the fun of it. Like, whoever found the most got to smack more people. That's what we did, at least. Like, we would all have our little baskets. That's we would grab all our stuff. And then we would, like, run around and start smacking people on the head with the Easter egg so they get confetti in the hair. <laughs> Is this not what you guys do? That's next culture thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, not, not, not me. Wow, I didn't do that. No. Huh. I only know oh. about that because of Fiesta down in California. There's like oh. a, a week where they do Fiesta and they sell shelled, shelled out eggs with confetti in them and you just smash them on strangers' heads. You, you, you like paint, you know, I mean, yeah, you that's basically what you do. In uh, like elementary, they would say crush them in your hand, then throw them on the, face, on the head. But like, that's no fun because people will complain that it, it hurts to get a shell smacked on your head. But I mean, they're <laughs> little bitches. They're not wrong. They're not it's wrong. not that bad. Like, have you had one smashed on your head? It's a sh- no, no, they're they don't hurt. I feel like it would yeah. hurt more to get one thrown at you. Yeah, I, I mean I've that's also a before. Thing. But when I was when I was a kid growing up in Baton Rouge, we had Mardi Gras instead, and they would throw stuff like they would throw your stuff, um, throw stuff into the crowd. And one time, somebody threw one of those like little metal balls that's kind of like the shape <laughs> of an Easter egg, and it just whacked me right in the eye, <laughs> like. So ever since people in masks have just totally freaked me out. I never like that. Like, dude, I, some of the any any movie with like that kinky like sex dungeon Ooh. stuff, I am out. Ooh. I'm out. I can't see people in masks. It, it just scares me. Remember that Tom Cruise movie where he's like, I don't know, he's wearing the white mask. I just could can't do it. Oh, Tom Cruise where he's wearing a mask. Yeah, it was that. Uh, it was the late uh, Francis Ford Coppola movie um i think uh i'll remember this somebody will fact check for me um but yeah that movie sky no oh well that one sucked too but not that one it was it was the one uh come on one of you guys knows this oh i mean vanilla skull's my best guess i don't watch tom cruise he ugly uh maybe it wasn't coppola um uh what was the guy you're not pretty off track yeah, we we're way off track. Are you thinking of, uh, Francis Ford Coppola did The Outsiders with uh, Tom Cruise? No, that's not what I'm thinking of. Um, what's the, the guy who? Uh, oh my god! While while I'm fact checking this, you guys tell the <laughs> tell the listeners what your favorite Tom Cruise movies are. Go. My yeah, favorite Tom Cruise, Cruise movies. Your favorite little and ugly. Come on. <laughs> Tom Cruise uh, is little and ugly. I refuse to watch him. And there's Top Gun. I mean, how do you beat that? Yeah. Top, Listen Top to me Gun. now. Little and ugly. Um, I really liked Magnolia. Magnolia is um, good. Oh, 
That was one where the dude oh gets shot by a, a shotgun, like in the opening scene, right? As he's like uh, jumping yep. out of the roof or like his room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're thinking of the right one. Uh, I was I was thinking of Stanley Kubrick and Eyes Wide Shut. I was not thinking uh. of Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> so that's where the mix-up was. But anyway, yeah. So we're. Uh, we are talking about Easter eggs, video game <laughs> Easter eggs today. <laughs> I don't think we we're pretty like on point. We never go off topic, but that was man, the longest. I, I think it's the only time good. I heard us I'm go off topic. Of I'm a pretty. I, I feel like surprised. I'm a pretty good moderator, but I just I failed. I failed our listeners there. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm you really just Easter came up and you just we went from Easter. I, to... went I went for it. I saw an avenue and I went for it. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about? Brain. Video what game. are you guys playing this week, Marcus? Yeah. What have you been? What have you been playing uh, the last few days? Um, I've been playing some MK11 beta, some Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Oh, did you um, actually do that last night? Yeah, I know you that's what I was doing last night. Yeah, all the so nice smacking what's, of the keys. What's your take on it? This is the game we were talking about last week. I called it ugly. Marcus said it's not ugly. I want the game to succeed, but it it does. I Dakota and I agree. It was it's it's ugly. I mean, last night it was like I was just in training room for what two hours with you guys, just yeah. hitting buttons. I think it's really fun. I think the damage is crazy. The combos are pretty awesome. The but performance like a good, is really a good well. fighting game. Yeah, it's a really good fighting game. It's a good okay. versus game. Nice tag system. The tag system is really cool. You get to take over the tag if you really want to. If you got meter, which is really fun. Nice mix-ups. Fun. Okay, so yeah, we'll see how that game reviews. I, I'm hope I'm hopeful. Uh, Dakota, have you played anything this week? I have played Smash and Mario Kart. Nice. nice. Always a good week to play Smash and Mario Kart. Yeah. Who's, I beat a, who's, who's a bunch main? of... Oh, what? Who's your main? Oh, um, no one. I suck. But <laughs> I did... We we had a game night on Sunday, so a while ago. Um it was game night, and so they're doing a Smash tourney because my dad's friend was insisting he knew this like champion Smash player. Guy didn't show up anyway. We played. <laughs> Does he even really exist? <laughs> that honestly, that's that's like when people are like, "Yeah, I, okay, I'm just going to use Tom Cruise as an example again." Oh, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, my buddy knows Tom Cruise. He's coming over to this party." And then, like two hours later, it's like, "Where's Where's Tom Cruise? I thought he was coming to the party, but..." Your dad's friend knew like a good Smash player. That's and yeah, he didn't like show a, up. That's even like lower. Like a, it, like and meanwhile, like this is at my dad's friend's house. Like he's the one that hosts the party. Like he does this frequently enough. Like it's game night. We usually play board games and Mario Party. Um, mm. This was before Smash Up was out though for the last one. So we'll probably start doing more Smash and Mario Kart. But and he was like, I swear to God, I know this like freaking tourney master smash man and he's like i will pay you guys i will give you guys a thousand dollars like an absurd sum of money if you can beat him in smash and, and he then didn't he didn't show up, show up. yeah smash i man. bet i bet he didn't show up because he doesn't exist probably oh. i don't know he really knows zero or like somebody what was it yeah, zero comes in but guess what i beat all, all the boys as they're playing like ryu and Marthen. figures uh, Snake and I, I beat all of them with Isabel. The boys are no good. <laughs> the boys are no good at Smash Bros. So I was like, oh. everyone was real impressed that I won with a dog. Yeah, pretty pretty impressive. Oh, I have uh, I, I'm a little sad that I'm the only one, but I've been playing Sekiro all week. Um, I'm like 30 hours in. It's it's ridiculously hard. It's everything hey. I had hoped for as a as a from software nerd. So. I made a witty tweet about it. It wasn't really witty, though. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, but what? I made a funny tweet. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll. It was looking funny. for it. Let me see if it's funny. It, it was something along the lines of "Who is Sekiro anyway?" It was like, well, yeah, it, except I wrote it out like in the way like an old white woman would say it. <laughs> Who is Sekiro? <laughs> That's how I say it. That's how I say it out loud. Sekiro. <laughs> when I'm Sekiro. talking about it, so I am this old white woman. Uh, oh, can I get that in writing? Yeah. So anyway, I've been playing that really good stuff, and oh, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Sekiro later. So I'll I'll hold off on. Well, we might, given the the game we're playing this week, but we do have one last week, folks, 
of Name My Game from Sell You Her, uh, where our contestants try and name the game the character is from. So just to lay out the rules one more time, I'll give out the name of a character from a video game. The contestants being Dakota and Marcos will have two guesses to get the correct game. If neither guesses correctly, the host earns a point. So the score currently sits at 13 Marcos, 13 Dakota, 12 Ben. So I'm just one behind and we've got some toughies today as is custom with our end of the month. So just, just be ready for it. Uh, Dakota, you're going to go ahead and go first here. And uh, we'll start off with Big Hat Logan. What game, Dakota, is Big Hat Logan from? I don't know. Do you want to take Big, a guess? His name is literally just Big Hat Logan? Yep. Uh, I can't even imagine. It sounds so absurd. <laughs> Probably like a PlayStation Xbox game. Those are two of the three major consoles. <laughs> <laughs> you, God damn it. You know what I meant? Our, uh, I want to say maybe like a Final Fantasy game or something. You want to stick with that? I guess. Okay. Marcus? And Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls. Yeah. Big Hat Logan is one of the uh, main NPCs in, in Dark Souls. We're, we're getting, getting away. Chance with this bullshit. Well, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't. Marcos, have you played all of Dark Souls? I forget. I did, I did everything. Yeah, you did. Okay. All right. So this one, I'll start with Marcos, and then we'll go to Dakota. Uh, Ridley. Oh, that's Metroid. Dakota. Yeah, that one is. I I know that one. Yeah. Metroid. All right. So two two to one. Uh, no points for me so far. I'm going to start with Marcos again here first because... Oh, if you uh, said Ripley? Man, that would have... That could have thrown us a wrench. Believe it or not. What? Ripley's Believe It or Not. You remember Ripley's Believe It or Not? Yeah, I guess. Nobody remembers that? I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just don't want to. I was making a joke. Okay, let's move on. All right. (laughs) Marcos, what game is Hank Anderson from? Hank Anderson? Uh, that's something stupid. It's like the most generic name ever. Anderson. What's a generic ass game? Uh, Dark Souls 2. <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> He's from Detroit. He's from Detroit, yeah. Uh, it's, it's Clancy Brown, uh, also the voice of uh, Mr. Krabs from Spongebob. He He's the friendly old man. He's the most likable character in the whole game. Yeah, and honestly, he, uh, I'm pretty sure they use his, his likeness for the game. That's what he looks like. So, um, I I think Detroit does that with all of its characters, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I was real confused when you were saying that. I'm like, that's literally their thing. That's what they've always done is motion capture. Well, just so listeners can like, I don't know how much other stuff they've seen Clancy Brown in. He's in a lot of stuff like Carnival. He's he's a prolific actor, but Ooh, Carnival. Yeah, he's hmm. like, he's the main preacher, like the 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 big bad villain. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, this time I'm going to start with Dakota because I have a feeling Marcos will know this one. Where is Roger the Kangaroo from? <laughs> oh, Roger the Kangaroo. Yeah, Roger the Kangaroo. Isn't that like a? Isn't he like? A, isn't there a kangaroo movie with a Roger the Kangaroo? It could be. I don't know. Again, I do want to establish for our <laughs> listeners this is not a movie podcast. This actually <laughs> is a video. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I, Roger the fucking kangaroo. I don't. Is there a is there a, is there a video game with Jack Black in it as there a voice is. actor? <laughs> probably is. it's him. That's the game. <laughs> there probably is. But uh, what are what are kangaroos really good at, Dakota? Oh, is this like a fighting game? Punching. They punch and they kick. Well, God, that still doesn't. Uh, they, they. Can I just generally say a fighting game? You can. Because <laughs> I'm but not going to get it right. Regardless. If Marcos gets this right, then I'm I'm not going to give you the point. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. What What's the game that Little Mac is in? That is Punch Out. Yeah, yeah I'll just guess Punch Out. Okay, Marcos. Tekken Two. Tekken Two. I, I so I was, I was confused if if 
Roger makes any other appearances. I was oh, looking dude, he's this in up. like every other Tekken game. Yeah, that's what I thought. But Tekken 2 is the first appearance. Tekken 2 is his first one. Then uh, Roger Jr. comes out after Tekken 5. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Okay. He's also in the tag tournaments and the PSP game. Okay. I forget what it's called. All right. So Marcos currently leads this 3-2. to two. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end with a toughie here. Um, what game, Marcos, is Pilgore the goat from? Pilgore? Pilgore the goat. Pilgore the goat. A goat? Yep. Pilgore. Pilgore the goat. Pilgore. That sounds like uh, Mogar. Uh. What's a what's a dumb medieval game? What's that one with the, <laughs> the cows and shit? Like the deadly cows from hell, Dakota. What is it? What the cows and shit? Yeah, the one with uh, the, no, the I, game with like all the cows and. Uh, I don't think Marcos is close to anything. So Dakota, do you want to take a whack at this? I'll say Diablo. <laughs> okay. It is is from Goat Simulator. It is. It's literally the goat from Goat Simulator. <laughs> Trick question. Um, yeah, Pilgore. Yep, Pilgore. So uh, it's the score is going to remain exactly the same, except you each will earn a point, leaving me one further behind. So it's now fourteen to twelve. Yeah. I Last thing no I points. need is you beating me along with Marcos. Tekken Pilgore. I'd really like that trophy at the end of the year. I'd really like. I should have already had the trophy. Let's be real. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do the news a little different this week. I'm gonna test it out. We're gonna see how this goes. (laughs) Listeners, feel free to give us feedback. Uh, We're we're gonna do a new segment called "Read All About It" and read all about it. I'm gonna give you guys uh, just the the headlines, snippets of um, game news over the course of the last week. You can tell me what the three most significant things are. Uh, we'll we'll rank we'll rank each of these things, and then we'll talk about the top three and the least, uh, the one that is the worst. So, rank them basically just in uh, in terms of how much it interests you, right? Okay, I okay. feel this. Yeah. All right. So the first thing we have is Borderlands Three. Wolfenstein Youngblood. So I, I should I should preface this. Borderlands 3 was announced today. It was yeah. we, we all kind of knew it was coming, but we got a teaser today. We're gonna get a full reveal thing tomorrow at PAX East. Um so that happened today. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh a trailer came out, the story trailer. It's really interesting. Uh BJ Blaskovitz is missing and his twin daughters. You have to uh you you play as his twin daughters to to uh find him and get him back he's been captured uh shantae 5 was announced the video game shantae 5 um i i can't believe shantae is up to five games i don't i don't know why i just haven't followed the series vampire the masquerade 2 was announced after i think over a dozen years since uh the original so big news um Twitch streamer Happy Hob completes the Soulsborne games not getting hit at all so consecutively all five Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, and Bloodborne. This was after months and months and hundreds of attempts. Uh, happy Hob, the Happy Hob, finally completes the Soul- Soulsborne challenge on Twitch. EA lays off 350 employees. Sekiro gets above a 90 on Open Critic. Nintendo to launch two separate consoles, according to the Wall Street Journal. And No Man's Sky gets on playstation vr uh dakota which of those is the most interesting story to you uh the switch the switch marcos do you concur nah no nah what's the most interesting thing uh go through them again (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) like it's definitely not the switch for sure it's not the Switch. Okay, so then I care what is less it? about more Switches happening than I do about a, a new BJ Blazkowicz thing or about Shantae Five. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna hot take this and say Shantae Five should not even be close to the most interesting thing. I'm with Dakota. 
Yeah, no, there's no doubt that the most interesting thing on this list is Nintendo is launching two separate Nintendo Switch consoles. Like and this that, is on a personal level, man. I don't really no, care. Okay, about that. Let, put yourself in the <laughs> shoes of a newspaper editor. What are you putting on the front page? Oh well, yeah, Who's, they're gonna put on the Switch, but like that's not for me. I, I don't care. You're the newspaper editor. You got to give the people what We're they want. The oh, is you this know what? what? Going for the PlayStation experience. Yeah. Read all about oh. it. Oh, we're supposed oh. to be pieces of I shit? I thought it was our person. No, we're not supposed to be pieces of shit. We're just saying, <laughs> what should our readers care about? Oh, I thought we were doing like personal shit. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah, this was a personal thing too. Yeah. This is. I mean, I still podcast. say. I, this I isn't a personal podcast at all. This is pretty personal. I'm taking this personally. We're going to talk about the Switch then. That's going to be, uh, we're, we'll talk about that. Regardless, I felt the Switch was the most interesting. Dakota, do you agree that the Shantae 5 announcement is bigger than the Borderlands 3 announcement? I don't even know what Shantae 5 is, so no. Nobody knows what Shantae 5 is. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's another uh, game we don't know what's Okay. About. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a wild stab at this. I, I saw this news story all over the place. I think Happy Hob completing that Soulsborne uh five five games not getting hit was a big story. I think that was a big story. I think that's my sec if I'm newspaper editor, I think that's what the people want to read about. Do you disagree, Dakota? Yeah. You do? Yep. You don't want to read about that story? No. He cried tears of joy when he finished it. Yeah, so did I after I finished watching I don't know some a show. Some Tom Cruise movie? No. Some Tom Cruise movie. What about you, Marcos? Do you think I mean, that's I the second biggest the, story this week? I saw the article on Twitter and I didn't read it because I didn't care. <laughs> you guys are must be so exciting to talk to at parties. I mean, I'm I pretty good. That. Like, I don't, I don't go walk up to a random stranger like, "Hey, did you hear about this dude that beat all five Souls games without getting hit?" <laughs> okay, all right. So then that. that's out. That's out. That's out. I'll concede. All right, I so, would say Borderlands 3 is bigger than Souls. Yeah. Because people have been waiting for that for a while. Okay, so let's talk about Borderlands 3. The story about Borderlands 3 is kind of weird. Uh, we had several years now since the last uh, Borderlands game. I think 2012 was the... Um, was that the pre-sequel? I, it was 2000... Maybe that was a little later. 2014? Uh, PS4 was already Yeah, it's, it was like 20... I think 2009 when Borderlands 2 came out. So we're at, looking at about 10 years. Somebody can fact check that for me. But um, I think Borderlands 2 came out close to 10 years ago. So Borderlands 3 has been teased for a long time. Then there was the whole Randy Pitchford uh, controversy. Do you remember us talking about that? There was He had like the, the potential the child pornography thing that was it. A lot of people were talking about. It. I don't think anything was ever confirmed. So, um, you know, we won't hold that against anybody but then there was also like the the suing randy randy pitchford like mishandling money and obviously pitchford's name is like in the same sort of way that i don't know miyazaki with souls or uh miyamoto with um i don't know mario Uh, these nintendo in general yeah these names are synonymous with the games that they create so i it, it was interesting that we finally got this announced. I, I think some people were wondering uh, if the game would die with all that Pitchford controversy, but it, it seemed to kind of just die off. So I think now is a good time. They always, 2K always has stuff at PAX East. Um, Dakota, have you played the Borderlands franchise before? No, but I watched my dad play Borderlands too. So I mean, like, I, I guess I, I haven't played it, but. I watched him play a lot of Borderlands 2, which I feel is pretty similar. I was also way wrong. Borderlands 2 came out in 2012, which is hard for me to wow. believe. Yeah, I... Oh, it's late. Um, it's late in the PS3, Xbox 360. Yeah, it must have been the original Borderlands that came out in, like, 2009. That, that's the, I, the only thing I can think of. Uh, Marcus, what about you? I played, like, 30 minutes of Borderlands 2. And this is our second news story. Yeah. I love the idea of Borderlands. I just hate guns. I'm an SJW. I mean, I'm interested in the series, but like, I, I, I think I always think of it as like a multiplayer game. Like, if you don't, if you play it alone, that's pretty boring, and I don't know anybody that plays it, so I kind of just see. Left it. Borderlands is a game that's right up my alley. I just have such bad aim. 
that that's why I can't get into games with guns because I suck. I, at I so disagree. You play you them. played hundreds of hours of Overwatch. I was playing as Diva. You don't have to have aim. Is that real? Not really. Yeah. No, it that's is because really. she just shoots literally in big barrel blasts. She never runs out of ammo, so you don't have to be careful with your ammo supply and your bullets. And she literally has a massive range. All also, right. she's a tank. Okay. So you don't have to be careful. You get to just bum rush in at them and then run away. Well, I'll step up to the plate. I think Borderlands 3 is a really big deal. Um, I, I think... Well, outside... We were literally saying it was a big deal. Don't... I, I, well, I, I get that. But I, I think I, I'm the only one who, I guess, is, is uh, interested in playing Borderlands 3. I, from pretty much since it released... Um, Borderlands has been one of those franchises I've always I've I put a hundred hours into each Borderlands one and two. I never even played pre-sequel, I guess just because of the weird reviews it got. It was nobody could get really excited about it. I want to play as Claptrap, so I'll probably go back and do that before the third one comes out. But I think this is a pretty big deal. Uh moving forward, I, I really expect um I, I expect Borderlands three to be one of the top ten best selling games of, of the year if it comes out this in twenty nineteen. So I, th- I think it's a, a huge deal anytime that kind of thing gets announced. Um, we'll we'll see. Marcos, do you think this will be top ten bestseller? No, you don't. Okay. What? In twenty yeah. nineteen, you do, Dakota. Oh yeah. Okay. Whenever it comes out, it will definitely be up on uh, game awards for something. Okay. All right. We'll Looter see. shooter. It's in that category, right? I forgot that was a thing. It, was that what they called it? Looter what? shooters. I think I that's the thing they just call it. That's that, the, was there, the, uh, was a category like, for things like Destiny and Anthem? Oh, they just call it like the uh, online games, like the massive online games. Uh, I, I don't know. Some multiplayer. Was... They put it for multiplayer. I think it was in the same category as Call of Duty. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. I, I think Borderlands there will be a big deal. All right, one more. Uh, I think I, I guess my vote if if we're if we're eliminating Happy Hob from all of this, my my next biggest thing I think isn't isn't Wolfenstein. It's not Shantae, not No Man's Sky VR. I you know there there's this whole thing we're not really talking about, which was the Sony. Uh, what did they call it? The Sony Sony Showcase, which is actually kind yeah, of a nice name. PlayStation Showcase, something like that. Oh, they called it the PlayStation so- Showcase, not Sony. I think that's showcase. what it was. Yeah, yeah or Sony right. PlayStation Showcase. The idea was there, so let's let's replace that with No Man's Sky VR. Is that a bigger deal than Vampire: The Masquerade Two being announced? And I have no, no idea what that game that is. Show. So yeah, Dakota. Agreed. You think it's a bigger deal? Yeah. I've never heard of that game either. I probably would disagree. I, Vampire the Masquerade is this really, really... It's like a, it has one of the most dedicated cult followings I've, I've ever seen with a video game. Uh, people should just go check it out if you haven't. Um, it must be a cult because I've never heard of them. It's, it's a choice-based vampire game um, with like a lot of like dark undertones. It's very, very... Uh, it, it's like very niche in terms of what it does, but people really like it. Um, I don't think anybody ever expected there would be a sequel. So it's been one of those games that has, I think like mod support or outside user support has kept that game alive. They People keep like patching it. I know you can't even really play it without a user patch. It's like that bugged out. So just surprising that it was announced. Anyway, all right. So let's talk about this, uh, the PlayStation Showcase then. Uh, Marcos, is, walk us through any big announcements that were made uh, during during the show. There weren't really any. There was an Iron Man game announced. Yeah, there was the Iron Man VR thing that was shown off. They talked about No Man's Sky VR. They talked about Observation, I think it's the game. They showed off some new characters and the uh, story mode for MK11. Um, Which is the big thing for you. game that Blake was really into about painting? Concrete stuff? Genie? Yeah, they showed out Concrete Genians saying that it was going to have VR support for that. Um, VR, that a lot Blood of VR. Truth game looks pretty interesting. Cat, stop. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of VR stuff. Yeah, tons out. of VR stuff. If you don't have VR or care about that platform, this was a bad thing for you. But I think it was pretty fun. I think there was a lot of stuff that was shown off that looks very interesting. But you don't. You're not. You don't have PlayStation VR. I have uh, experience in the. 
thing. And I borrowed PlayStation it a lot. VR is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. There's a lot of good stuff on VR. Mainly like um Kingdom Hearts VR, um Super Hot Beat Saber. I think all other VRs pale in comparison to PlayStation VR. What do you mean by that? It was called a state of play. That's what it was called. State of play. That's what it was. Thank you. I should have I that's on me. I should have gotten the name right. There was some VR stuff, but just nothing I felt like was um was was too big. I honestly thought the biggest takeaway from that was no the No Man's Sky gets PlayStation VR. <laughs> I think but uh th- that's the one I saw popping up on most headlines. Not the Iron Man game, which is kind of a surprise. Really? Yeah, I I'm didn't see anybody it. writing about that. I, I'm down for Iron Man VR. Yeah. Got like no no media. Um so yeah, I don't know. I I I guess if anything, this is like almost the worst story because it was. I think people had their hopes up. I I didn't. It was not. It's been critically panned across the board. I don't think anybody really thought it was great. Um, there was a lot of. I think tonally, it was just bad. Like the, uh, we had a couple of people in the community talking about how a lack of a face, like they, there was sort of a uh, almost robotic human voice atop the whole thing. And the tone was really weird. It was oh the lady, (laughs) yeah, it was the exact same the entire way through, no matter what game she was talking about. So it was like Concrete Genie, which is this really cute, fun little game, lots of charm, colorful. She's talking about it the same exact way she's talking about Days Gone, which is this like brutal post-apocalyptic survival game. And Freddy's VR. Yeah, just like everything, the same tone. It was very off-putting, and uh, you know, for their first one, I think they did a pretty good job. I think you're alone on that one, buddy. I don't I think, think I'm alone. Pretty close. I, who else? Have you seen anybody else say anything good? I saw I saw Greg Miller say something good, and let's be honest, he might as well be paid by Sony at this point. Nonsense. He is paid by Sony, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sure a good man. You know, like let him have his. I, I like Greg Miller. I don't think there's anything wrong with having like bias in video games. We all have it, but I just thought, as objectively speaking as possible, that was not. I, I know a lot of people who really, really like Sony. Uh, you know, Blake from the Ludo Narrative Podcast, who often guests here. Sony is by far his favorite platform, and um, he he was streaming over it, and he kind of laid into it. Didn't think it was very good. I think that's just because he doesn't have a VR set. I don't I think, think anybody that, that doesn't I... have a piece. PlayStation VR was mad because they didn't get anything announced for their basic PS4, which is understandable, though. That not many yeah, people are comparatively I mean, speaking expecting something that it, it, it's there. like saying that if if you don't own an Xbox One Elite controller, then you're going to be dis. Like I don't. There's not that many PlayStation VR owners compared to how many people. We're watching that show. Like, For sure. This is, but the PlayStation VR is like its own other platform of gaming. Yes, I guess. It's a small portion then. Like, They're trying to PlayStation make it VR is sold well, respectively, to other VR. But, like, I, I, what, like, I think two or three percent of the user base, the PlayStation 4 user base has one. It's small. Yeah. But I think it's going to get bigger. And I mean, with the PlayStation 5 coming out in, within a year or two, I think it's better that they focus on VR than announcing games that are probably not going to be up until the PlayStation 5. Yeah, I don't blame them for doing the show. It's not like, oh, they wasted my time. How dare they? Uh, I just thought comparatively to what we've come to expect there, it wasn't, wasn't very good. Oh, so, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, so I, I mean, I just want to briefly touch on EA lays off the 350 employees. I mean, oh my god, it feels like we're bringing up some new terrible thing about EA every single week. So, oh, I totally uh, forgot you mentioned that one. Yeah, um, this would probably I, be when I when I had saw that story, I thought it was like a continuation of when they already laid people off. When you know? when had they previously? Do you know? Uh, oh, that was Activision. It was Activision. Yeah. yeah. Oh god damn it, EA. <laughs> yeah, so uh that that was a bummer. Um I just Especially I don't know. when it mentioned that it was like marketing and PR people mostly. I'm like, it didn't well didn't this already come out, but I think that was Activision. I mean, on one hand, EA has had I mean, a lot st- of terrible marketing over the course of the last five years. I is so apparently they sent out an email. This is from Jason Jesus Fryer. Christ. 
Well, Schreier said that EA basically sent out an email saying, we want to be the best video game company that we can be. And right now, that's not the case. Like, very frank about it. Uh, like, th- right now, we are not where we want to be. And this is a result of that. So, I mean, you can look at it from a hundred different ways. The first way that you have to look at it is you have to be sympathetic to the people that this is happening to. Because in all likelihood, the 350 people working, just as we've talked about on previous shows, don't need to be fired, don't deserve to be fired, and certainly don't deserve to be fired in lieu of you know people like Andrew Wilson, who is the CEO of EA, making dozens of millions of dollars every year. Like that, that does not need to happen. If anything, pour some of that money you're paying him into some additional training for the people that you've hired, right? So of course. On the other hand, it, He's got a you, point. You know, you've you've got it. You've got to look at EA and say they're just not doing the right. They're not doing a great job. They're just not. They're regularly their press conferences are terrible. They put together poor trailers. The battlefield reveal from last year was atrocious. Like, you're just looking at this stuff, and it's like, well, somebody's coming up with that stuff, and... Thinking it's good. Yeah, and and so, listen, I hate I hate being this person. I, like, I really do, but I also understand that in a world that exists where... When your shit where... stank, it stank. <laughs> well, it's just, we're, we live in a performance-based world, and if you can't perform, then people will move on. So I, I let think me, let me say it in layman's terms. When your shit stank, it stank. Okay. Is that layman's terms? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, just it it's a sad story. And in all, you know, let's be let's also be honest. Those 350 people probably not in control of a lot of the marketing. It's probably a lot of the 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 CEOs. The CFOs, I bet you bottom dollar, they had their touch on those shitty press conferences. Like, you're telling me that they didn't have some say in that? So, you know what? Even if these people were doing not such a great job, the buck should stop with the people at the top, and it didn't in this case, and that pisses me off. Because they still get last approval or say-so on that stuff. It doesn't just go out and they're like, oh my god, that was so bad, I can't believe they did this. No. They're, they're the ones telling them this is what we want, and they give them what they want. So, right. yep. Hiring that, a new marketing team doesn't mean all of a sudden they're gonna. No, it doesn't. Yeah, get not better. at all. They should have fired themselves. Yeah, fire themselves. The In a board. perfect world. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's take let's take a second. This is gonna be the last time we do this segment. Um, this is their last Patreon segment for a while. Uh, I and we're gonna try something out new in in April. So. Um, stay tuned for that. If you're a Patreon member, check out patreon.com slash gaming for a post uh, incoming later this week that will be addressed to you guys on what we'll be doing instead. But we did want to take a second to thank uh, some of our patrons, our new ones this month, Geekly Rude, Where Is My Space Bar, Wishing for Rain, Artemis, Blister Agent, and Ash Smurf. Special shout out to Blister here because Blister is like one of the biggest fans I know him. He is one of the biggest fans of Borderlands. And I hope, uh, you know, our excitement or <laughs> lack of excitement <laughs> didn't bum him out. I, I, it's, hey, I was perfectly excited. It, it's a, it's a, I'm, ex- I'm excited for Borderlands 3. Um, but I'd also like to give a special shout out to our gold tier members above Matt Buchanan, Tina Jameson, Finks the Dragon Slayer, Draft Josh, Disney Lover for Life, Sell You Her, and X Creations. Sell You Her, and thank me. you for providing uh name my game over the course of last month i i really think we can all say that was a really fun one to do that was a that was a fun game we will be needing a new game this month people really come up with finks came up with a really good one in february yeah that was a really good one so had and we've got a couple good ones in the bank so we'll be we'll be doing another fun one uh in in march so thank you guys sorry april (laughs) thank you guys so much for submitting those continue to do so we'd love to take a whack at your game uh, yeah, so check us out, patreon.com slash epilogaming. Uh, our next tier is uh, Blake. We're trying to get Blake to play through the Dark Souls series. So um, I'll be there. We'll be doing a co-stream with him, uh, and I'll be helping him through that. That At least Dark Souls 1. That's our promise. We'll see if he likes it. Maybe we'll get him to do the other ones, but for now, we'll stick with that. So uh, 
yeah, let's move on to Easter eggs. Um, we originally planned for this to be a two-parter. I think we took a look at it and we were like, hey, it doesn't really need to be two parts. There's a lot to say about Easter eggs, but not so much that it'll boil over, no pun intended, into a second episode. So uh, unless we go on some other Tom Cruise tangent, I think we're we're all set <laughs> here, right? Was Tom Cruise okay. ever let's in a pray. video game? Uh, has Tom Cruise ever been in a video game? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would love to see like Tom Cruise's running animation in a game. He has, he has the best little run. legs. He has the best <laughs> run. You can't... really like talking about his little legs. <laughs> He's a All short right. man with little legs. So let's let's kick things off by doing what we always do and defining what an Easter egg is. This is the first time I I always look I always look stuff up on like Webster's Dictionary and I get a definition of whatever we're talking about if there is one. Sometimes there's not. Like, there's no definition for a boss fight, believe it or not, in Webster's Dictionary. But there is one for an Easter egg. Really? So here, here's oh. the definition. An unexpected or undocumented feature in a piece of computer software or on a DVD huh. <laughs> including included as a joke or a bonus. I thought that was pretty good. I mean, obviously, like, DVD, come on, Webster's Dictionary, update your shit. But Don't people still use DVDs? Some people do, but it's not. You know how expensive a Blu-ray is. I listen. I collect Blu-rays. I know they're expensive. I know they're expensive. Yeah. I'd rather buy a DVD. The only reason I want Blu-rays is because I want that high quality. Who who refused? Refers to as computer software. Nobody does. Come on, Webster. You've got that big big bad vocabulary. They're having a movie about Webster soon. But do you guys accept this as sort of a, a a pretty good definition? I think it's um, decent. Unexpected yeah. or undocumented feature in a piece of computer software or like DVD, whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. That works. Yeah. So I, I wanted to just expand a little bit that for me, Easter eggs, um, I there's there's a word that I, I learned recently and I think they they fit into Easter eggs really well called paratext. And paratext is really a text within a text or a text about a text. So Think about um, video game reviews or movie reviews or whatever. Those are paratexts. Those are like uh, written words about other written words, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So Easter eggs tend to be that. They tend to be almost a thing within a thing, like a, a, a little segment within a different segment. Um, and there's obviously a lot of really famous ones. We'll try and touch on those today. Um, but I wanted to just address a couple questions first so we can narrow this down, the focus down a little bit. Uh, I'll start with you, Dakota. Are cameos Easter eggs to you? Like when maybe a character pops up unexpectedly? Um, yeah. Because it says unexpected or undocumented. Is that it? Would you consider that an Easter egg? Yeah. Yeah. Marcus, what about you? I think I would, yeah. Okay, so let me just get this straight. If, say, we're playing... Uh, uh, let's say we're playing Super Mario 64 and all of a sudden uh, Drake pops up and he just starts having a conversation with Mario. Is that a cameo? Uh, excuse me, is that an Easter egg? Or like, what if what if Drake is like a big part of the narrative at that oh. point? That's not an Easter egg. Not an Easter at egg. That point. Okay, so then at what point, what if he only is up there for five seconds? Yeah, I think an that's an Easter egg. egg. What if everybody stumbles into Drake? That's still, still an, Easter an Easter egg. It is. If every player... So every player stumbles onto Drake during this process. Yeah. It's an Easter egg still. Yeah. I mean, it's like in Ocarina of Time. What, what's their name? Ingo and... Ingo uh, Boingo? Are you talking uh, about Tingle? No, there's an Ocarina... Ocarina of Time. Ingo yeah. uh, Ta- and Talon. They're basically just like parodies of Mario and Luigi. They look like a little Mario and a little Luigi. Oh, right, right, right. So, and well, I mean, those are, that's technically, that's, you know, that, they look that's like different, characters. I think. That, what if like, hmm. we, we consider when Stanley made the cameo in the Spider Man game? Is that an Easter egg or a cameo? Which Stanley? Stanley, when in the Marvel Spider Man game for the PS4 by Insomniac. When yeah. Peter and Mary Jane are in the diner and they're having a conversation. Oh, Stanley! Stan I there. think you said yeah. Stanley. Like, oh. I mean, <laughs> technically also right, but yeah. 
Yeah, like, it, it, are the Stan Lee cameos an Easter egg? They're always an Easter egg. It's it's like a little surprise when you see him, and you're so then just what's delighted the difference between to see a cameo his... and an Easter egg. Are all I think cameos it's how Easter long well, a cameo goes on for? Cameo and if the cameo is documented, is right? Like, if the, if the cameo is shown off in trailers and, like, they market it, then it's a cameo. But if it's a secret that nobody knows about, but stumble upon through gameplay, even if everybody finds stumble it. upon, though, that's different than just it happening organically. Hmm. Right? I think to yeah, me, you're right. Easter eggs are weird. The definition, Webster's definition, includes Easter eggs potentially being in DVDs, but I feel like movies inherently don't have Easter eggs. They have cameos, and video games got Easter eggs. I don't know. I hear, I hear movies people talk about Easter eggs Easter in movies eggs. all the time. Yeah. Okay, well, like, I don't. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so let me, let me give you guys the definition then of cameo so we can separate these two things. A short descriptive literary sketch which neatly encapsulates someone or something. That's different, right? I mean, it, hmm. kind of the similar... <sighs> God damn it! I guess you're right. Stanley in the Spider-Man games isn't an Easter egg because you're just going to expect him, just yeah. like you expect him in every movie. I would also say that a, that a cameo, and I'm putting this in quotes, of anybody who pops up for every single person who's playing the game is also not an Easter egg. I think an Easter mm -hmm. egg must be something. It says unexpected. I think it means that you have to like, like Margot said, stumble upon. It has to be something that's a surprise. You have to go out of your way to do it. All right. I buy this. I like that. Okay. We're, yes. That. <laughs> Dakota, are you on board? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Well, I, I just, I want us all on the same page. Oh, we need to like go forward. So yes, this is, yeah. this is right. Okay. All right. So then let's talk about our favorite Easter eggs with that being kept in mind. Uh, I, I figure we all have a, a handful of them, so I'll kick one off. Um, I, I wanted to ask you guys if, if this was even, if, if you would even consider an Easter egg. I think it is. Maybe it's not. In Bioshock 2, if you roam around a little bit, you look around underwater, you can see the first, you can see the plane that crashed from Bioshock 1. So when you play Bioshock 1, the first thing you do is you're flying in a plane, it crashes, you crash into the water, all of a sudden you happen upon Rapture. In Bioshock 2, you're already in Rapture, and then you see the plane uh, from Bioshock 1. I thought that was a nice little touch. Does that constitute as an Easter egg, Dakota? I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think so too. I, you had to look around a little bit for it. I just wanted, I wanted to put it, put a finger on it. Okay. Marcos, tell us about one of yours. The scarab gun you can find in Halo 2. Oh God. That's like the best one. It, that, and it's really hard to get. Yeah. You have to like climb so much crap like outside the whole campaign area. So can you walk us through the process a little bit of like what you're, what you're doing? They, I don't remember exactly what to do. I just know that you can find this thing. And it's like on this weird threshold that's outside. It's like trying to find a skull in Halo 3 or stuff. I think it's even more so than that. Like yeah. you have to, if I remember Ooh, correctly, God, you have to like yeah. crash your ghost inside. You have to glitch a ghost like through a hallway or something. And then, and then you eventually, it's really hard to get to. You have to like, I don't know. You have to get to the scarab without... Uh, it's not even a scarab. It's just the gun is just right there just on, on like a, on top of a ceiling or something. it's not even a ceiling. It's like a broken piece of some threshold when you're trying to cross a bridge. I think. Yeah, it's I remember. The, I remember the. Uh, I remember the bridge part. Is it Halo Two or Halo Three that this happens? This is Halo Two. Halo Three yeah. didn't have the scarab gun. It had like a soccer ball or something like that. Okay. Um... Or so, the hunter gun. I, I'm just looking through this real quick. the The method in which you acquire this is very long and difficult. Um, it's so it is not something. This I think would very much constitute as like an Easter egg, if not like just a in a glitch in its entirety. Um, so it under under the methods, it says the requirements for the methods to <laughs> get the scarab gun. It says lots of patience. And then it gives you about a page worth of info on how to uh, on how to get to the scarab gun. So yeah, that that one's interesting. I don't think I ever was able to do it. I think I remember trying once um, way back when. But... Me and my couple friends did it like after school one day. We all went together to a friend's place, plugged in our Xbox 360, and just went for it. 
So right. to contextualize this, what is a scarab? A scarab is this giant like mech thing that looks like more like a scorpion than anything. Right. And has this giant gun that it just shoots. It's a giant laser that'll destroy everything. And you get to wield this laser if you do this completely convoluted series of steps. Yeah. This is a long, very long series of steps. I, I recommend anybody go go watch I'm gonna do this after we're done here. I'm gonna go watch this on YouTube, see how people do it. It's it's nuts just by reading through this stuff. It's it's, it's one of the best tricks. It's a it's a personal favorite for sure. Now, so just to further complicate this, is if something is a glitch, can that also constitute as an Easter egg? So, or does it have to be intended by the developer? I think it. I think it has to be intended. Sometimes glitches turn into Easter eggs, though. Like people yeah, just start loving a glitch. Like, I think there's a lot of times where Easter eggs are references back to glitches. That yes. people just really that enjoyed. Is, that's definitely true. Um, oh, yeah. like um. Well, I guess he just turned it into a game mechanic. But Toby Fox, the plane used to just it, like it just got small for no reason. One of the the Tsundere train. And then he just kept it in the game. That's not yeah. that's a little different. But there's another oh. one where this bird bugged out in this indie game, and so eventually they added it as like a collectible thing. It's <laughs> pretty yeah, funny. That's fun. It's like how Fallout keep or uh, Fallout and uh, Skyrim just keep all those glitches in game after game as an homage to earlier. Would uh, Gandhi being a warlord be considered something like that? Yeah, I, I don't know. So in the Civ games, if if you're not familiar with it, in the Civilization games, um, Gandhi is sort of a... I think it, the only thing is, is he likes to fire off nukes. And this there. was originally a glitch from like Sid Meier's Civilization 2 or 3. And it became a thing that people really fell in love with, so they just kept it in the game. <laughs> and now Gandhi likes to fire off nuclear bombs um, and kill Gandhi's people. Gandhi's a warlord. Yeah. which is He, he was literally so peaceful that it would go negative. It was and the game like just that. read it as negative. Instead of it being like negative peaceful, it's like, okay, well now you're at the top of warlord. <laughs> and to make things even weirder, in Civ Six, his his play style is very peaceful. So it actually like totally contradicts all of the things about his, uh, his play style that he also likes to fire off nukes. That's a little weird. It's it. I, I don't know if I, I guess at that point, it's probably an Easter egg though. Right. Like Dakota yeah. said, a, a bug becoming an intention. Um, I think those are really neat. I, I honestly don't have a whole lot of those on my list, but I bet those are pretty uh, prevalent amongst video games if we were to really look at it so dakota do you have any that you wanted to talk about yeah mine my first one that i thought of was in portal portal 2 and you're going through and you see like these turrets just getting destroyed and as you're walking on like the line of turrets being taken to an incinerator you just hear the one that says i'm different and then if you pick <laughs> it up it says thank you yeah i remember i think i experienced that in my first playthrough uh yeah but, Pretty good. Portal has more than one, if I remember correctly. It has uh, a lot. Yeah, and a lot. lot of games have portal references yeah, or portal sure. Easter eggs. So uh, I, I'll I'll talk about one just real briefly because I it reminded me um, Marcos's uh, Halo Two Easter egg reminded me of when I randomly happened upon Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter having a conversation oh. in Halo Four. <laughs> Yes. I yeah, I, and I, I honestly, I, I say that it was random. I don't remember if I had to seek it out or not, but in my head, I, it was just like, you know, one of those things where it's like, oh, oh, there's Conan O'Brien in my Halo game. That that's weird. Um, uh, but Marcos, what's next up on your list? Who uh, played Maniac Mansion in Day of the Tentacle? Tell us about it. Um, there's a series in Day of the Tentacle where you have to. Uh, freeze a hamster in one timeline and then grab it in another timeline. But uh, in the middle of this whole sequence, you can, you stumble upon this room where this guy is just watching a bunch of tele, like uh, security cameras. Uh-huh. And on the left, you see this uh, computer that you can access. And if you access it, you get to play the entirety of Maniac Mansion, which is another one of uh, Double Fine's games, or LucasArts <laughs> games at that time. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, Dakota, tell us about one of your favorite Easter eggs. My favorite Easter egg. That's hard. 
I would say for it's in Pokemon. Um, in one of the real early series, you talk to like this kid, and she's like, "I wish there was a pink floral Pokemon." And then in the fifth gen, there's a pink floral Pokemon, and it's like a sweet little. It's I guess that's not an Easter egg, but it's like a little reference. I know what you're talking about. It. I, I don't know if that counts. I I have this one. I guess too. it's not a Easter. I don't know. That, well, there's so there's one in Uncharted three, uh, where there's a newspaper you can come across that has this whole article about a deadly fungus, and obviously that's oh, in reference that's a to reference to, yeah. So I think those probably count as Easter eggs. I I don't know. I mean, right? That that counts. Yeah, I, it it definitely is like a reference, but it's a reference to something that has yet to come. And you don't know it at the time, so I think that makes it kind of an unexpected. It fits into our our little definition. For sure. Um, so another yeah. oh, another one. This one is just quick, but uh, on the GameCube load screen, let's do it. This little sound while it makes the G. If you hold down like the Z button, it makes like a duck sound. Yeah, it's like wah 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 wah. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I actually. I think as my subscription notification on twitch do you know how mine is like the gamecube yeah i was i really wanted you at some point like for the one year it's the duck sound it is yeah it is the duck sound yeah so um i have that i i don't know if you you were saying i do i because that is what i do <laughs> so at first first month is the gamecube sound and then at 12 months is the reverse the reverse gamecube sound which oh see i really, didn't know that because i don't yeah, i don't yeah. think yeah, I, I mean, it, I only have it at the twelve month, so yeah. it's pretty rare. Been a while, but, um, but yeah, I I do have that. Marcos, what about you? Any more? Ooh. So like this one, I was curious if it counted, but I'm pretty sure it counts. Are like the Call of Duty Easter eggs? There are a lot of them. Zombies one specifically. The zombie. Uh, so like, just tell us about one Easter egg, so we can get an example. So, like, say you're playing the moon map in Black Ops, and you do the entire Easter egg, which consists of playing Simon Says on a couple of random computers, or specifically getting a shrink ray and shooting this random ball that appears on, like, the top of the uh, observatory area. Mm -hmm. And in the end, you go to this pyramid that rises through. If you do so many number of steps, you kill a bunch of zombies, and out of the pyramid comes the child of one of the person's responsible for the zombie storyline yeah that counts right like a, a, it's a general I, campaign but and it's not really part of the the main experience right like you, that, you can just do the horde mode yeah but inside every horde mode is a series of a ton, yeah they have a ton of easter eggs yeah um yeah that definitely counts Don't, they count they literally call those easter eggs they're called right? easter eggs yeah yeah they're called zombies so hmm so yeah, I mean, if that doesn't count, then I don't really know what does. I had a backup uh, that didn't count, which was the uh, the songs you get if you do certain stuff during uh, most of the maps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Th those those are all good. I I have a a few more, but since we're kind of running low on time, I, I like like the Grand Theft Auto Sasquatch stuff. I don't know if you guys have ever followed <laughs> along with that, but that's always funny. That. They concluded um, it right in uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. So. Mm. I, as a kid, I used to talk about Sasquatch all the time. So it, it, it's fun that somebody shared my obsession um, and you get to kind of do it in Grand Theft Auto. There's also in Borderlands 2, there's a little area you can like burrow in and you find Minecraft creepers <laughs> and they're just like they're acting like normal Minecraft creepers. It's kind of funny. They, you can actually they, even... they look like they're from Minecraft or are they like No, they look like they're from Minecraft. Yeah. It's That's it's well. like spot on. Uh and they also have like little blocks that you can open up like you know you can mine them in Minecraft, but in oh, wow. Borderlands you open them up and there's like they have loot inside. So it's kind of fun. Uh and then I think most the most dissatisfying one is the the pendant from Dark Souls oh. which you can choose as an early game item and it says uh, its item description says trinket no effect but fond memories comfort travelers and for a very very long time people uh tried to figure out what you could actually do with the pendant when all along there really was no effect there there's nothing you can do with it 
So it's almost like an opposite Easter egg where they like get you to think there is one. Uh, and further proof that From Software is just a giant troll who's trying to make people as upset as they possibly can. Honestly, so <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we have a good question this week. Um, Wait, this is like, I, oh yeah, I, it's a shame not to mention like the origin of the Easter egg. Oh, feel free. Oh, okay. So this Manzies, I, I it kind of hit me as I was like looking up Easter eggs that I liked, because um, I, I thought of Ready Player One, which directly references this for oh, references you're right. this for whatever reason because uh, i don't remember the plot of ready player one um <laughs> but that's a whole movie about or a whole book about easter eggs yeah pretty much exactly. okay well that makes sense anyway yeah. uh warren robinette uh he made he's a software guy for atari and he made adventure which is like the first rpg game whatever mm -hmm. um but at the time uh atari and like video game designers and makers didn't get any credit for their work no royalties no nothing and he basically made the game and then quit and he was like you know what screw them and he put the very first easter egg in the game and so if you went through this very difficult like sequences of rooms and somehow figured out how to get there it it featured his name created by warren robinette and it was like the first ever credit sequence giving credit to a game designer for a game and also the first easter egg and when like some kid found it and then wrote in was like wow i love this so much the at the time director was actually like yeah that's kind of fun and coined the word easter egg because he said it was cool. like finding an easter egg I, you know i had totally forgotten about that i i just if anybody has read or seen ready player one the whole i, I don't want to spoil anything but there's a whole segment involving involving that like dakota was talking about it's worth if you're interested in Easter eggs and like what we've it's been a cheesy about movie, but it is fun. a little it's cheesy. Fun time. I like it. Uh, yeah, I liked it too. I I would go I would go check it out. It's it's all about that sort of like childhood innocence of finding the unexpected things yeah. in our lives. But um, also so just the origins I think of it are also meaningful for video game creators because literally they got jack shit for all the work that they would do for a game. And yeah, I wonder I wonder how that ties out. in to like the overall like if that was really the first game to give uh and it's basically only because he gave himself the credit and kind of buried it in there and he didn't care because they couldn't fire him at that point he, he had already quit which people should be more entitled to do to give themselves credit for the work that they make but yeah because he was pissed that he they they weren't getting any yeah uh, deservedly so um, and it was like screw corporations i'm doing what i want and then i quit <laughs> what a hero yeah honestly so, thank you thank you robinette for this episode um yeah i honestly we should have led with that i i yeah forgot. i was surprised you didn't mention it because i had I, wrote well, it I down I, it was the original video game easter egg but i like i wonder what was the original original easter egg was it a video game thing i, I you said he coined it right so well I, no yeah. that was literally the kid found this east east they the kid found this secret room that said created by it's just a room and it says created by warren robinette because he had made the whole game and then that kid you know writes into atari and mentions it and how to get to it and at the time ceo was oh it's like an easter egg you know you, you it's like waking up on easter and there's all these eggs hidden around and you just find them and it's a surprise fun so that i mean technically that is the first the easter first egg. easter egg yeah there you go so i i now more understand your hesitance uh behind establishing easter eggs as a, a part of film it's a video game thing yeah it's a video game thing. yeah i get that all coined right by, so, coin by atari man uh, by atari, <laughs> atari man. man uh this week we got a question from maximilian who i i can only imagine is isn't isn't that goofy's son's name maximilian yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. The name of one of the antagonists in Yu-Gi-Oh. That that is, I'm going to be picturing Goofy's son while reading Max. this question. Yeah. With this week's episode on Easter eggs, I had a question for the podcast, and I purposely, you may have noticed this, reader or listeners, I may, I actually left this out. This is one of my favorite Easter eggs. It's the first one I ever experienced as a kid. Uh, so we're we're gonna ask a question about it. In Ocarina of Time, 
Link can look around Zelda's courtyard as a child and find various portraits of Super Mario characters hidden behind the wall. Which character did not make the cut? Uh, so I just also Max Million originally had Mario in there, but I felt like that's a little too obvious. Of course, Mario is is, is one of the characters to make the list. So the remaining five, uh, we'll have Dakota go first this time. Is it A, Toad? B, Peach? Is it C, Bowser? D, Luigi? Or E, Yoshi? Which of those characters did not make it in to Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Dakota? Which ones? You had Bowser, Peach, Yoshi, Toad, Luigi? We have Toad, Peach, Bowser, Luigi, Yoshi. Toad, Peach... I'm sorry. Toad, Peach, Yoshi, Luigi, Daisy, Pete. <laughs> Is it? I'm just gonna read through them one more. Toad, Toad Peach, Peach, Luigi, Bowser, Yoshi, Bowser, uh, Luigi, Yoshi. Okay. Uh, and it's only one, right? I only have to guess one. Only one of them did not make it. The rest Yoshi. of them are in the game. I'm, I'm going with Yoshi. Okay, Marcus. Yeah, Bowser. It was Toad. God wow. damn it. Toad didn't make the list. Yeah. Why would she have a picture of uh, Bowser? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I found that interesting as well. So I, uh, I, I'm going to earn, earn a point here. Thanks, Maximilian. Uh, we're at 14, 14, 13. God damn it, because I saw that picture too, and I'm like trying to visualize it in my head. So they all actually, one about. thing that surprised me when looking back on it, they all have individual, uh, they have like individual uh, portraits. So if you like look around a little bit, it's weird. I also think some sort of thing if you hit it with a slingshot, I guess not. So I don't know. I have no idea. Never played it. There's a Mario poster in I think it's Ocarina of Time. Or or maybe a different Zelda game, but if you like screw with it, you smack it, or if you try pulling on it or something, it'll pop out coins. And it's like a Mario portrait. Oh, that's a link to the past. Is that not the same thing? That's Link to the Past. No, it's oh, Link, that's Link to the Past. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember there being something about the... But maybe I'm wrong. I just remember it being like Super Mario 64 themed. Like Maybe they, it's it... the Link to the Past one. Hmm. No, Link to the Past was just like a weird 8-bit or 16-bit, whatever it's called. Picture of Mario. I'm yeah. guessing if, you, if, you... if you're talking about the 64 portraits, it would be Ocarina of Time since it's also 64. There's also, if I remember correctly, in Majora's Mask, Mario's, there's a Mario mask, mask on the Happy Mask Salesman. Mario backpack. makes many appearances. Yeah, he's yeah. in Punch-Out. And Zelda. He is in Punch-Out. Yeah, he's a ref. All right, let's tell everybody where we can, uh, where they can find us. Dakota, you can kick things off. Oh, you can find me at Spygina on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Twinkie Pie 37, Marcus Camona. I'm the Q1 Twitter. You can find me at Benjamin10 on twitch.tv or you can find me at Benjamin Plays on Twitter. Uh, we were talking earlier this week about whether or not games should have difficulty settings. Maybe we'll talk about that next week on the podcast. And uh, yeah, see what you guys think. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. <laughs>